Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Thanks for joining us again this week. My name is Sarah, and I am here with Heather and Sharla, and we're super excited to talk to you again this week. But first of all, hi, guys. Good morning. Hello. Hi. All right. So last week, we really conquered a big issue. I think for us, I think think we may have gotten most of our sound issues fixed. I'm going to knock on wood. Fingers crossed. We hope so. And a big shout out to Justin for helping with Heather's computer. Yes. Yes. Thank you for engineering all of my sound issues. We appreciate it. (laughs) Justin, our new sound engineer. Justin, by the way, is Heather's boyfriend. Love you, babe. Thank you. (laughs) May or may not have gotten roped into doing that for us, but we appreciate it. And I I believe Charlotte said she was making... Yeah, I yep. promised him I would make him some uh, some cookies. So that's, oh, right. He do- that's right. I didn't tell him that. He doesn't know you're making him cookies, so he will now, oh. and he's going to be really excited. <laughs> well, <laughs> time will tell. We'll see how it, it uh, sounds post-production. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. You have and to that, deliver first. I think first. that was my response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was my response. No cookies for him until it's posted, and we know it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So lots of news this week, guys, in Disney. Um, Heather, we'll start with you over on your side of the country. Um, And again, for those of you who are new, Heather is in Los Angeles. I'm up here in New England. Charlotte is down in Georgia. Um, So we meet every week online to do this. Uh, But so we'll call Heather our our Disneyland expert or, I don't know, Disneyland correspondent. I like correspondent. Um, I sound so official. Correspondent. (laughs) Yeah. It's very professional. Um, So what's going on over at Disneyland with that new hotel they were supposedly building? Um, They're not now is the the short version. They So it was announced about a month ago that the new five-star resort that was going to be at the end of downtown Disney, kind of in between downtown Disney and the Disneyland Hotel, they announced that they were putting it on hold. And then last week, surprise, they have officially scrapped the project and there is now no more hotel coming, um, which is Good and bad. I mean, you know, maybe they're going to be putting in more restaurants and shops at the end of downtown Disney, and that doesn't ruin the view for the folks staying at the Disneyland Hotel. But with Galaxy's Edge opening up next year, they really do need some more on-property hotel rooms. So not sure what's going to be happening there. Okay, but let's get to the really important thing because the, mm-hmm. the go, go ahead. I know you all are dying for this. The most important bit of news in Disney this week is I finally made it back to Earl of Sandwich. And it was so good, just as good as always. I had two holiday sandwiches. I definitely have one in the fridge to have for lunch later today. It was fantastic. <laughs> and I absolutely sent Sarah and Charlotte a message at what I don't know. 8 o'clock my text. time, so 11 p.m. their time going, look where I am. <laughs> yes, te- a text message of the actual sandwich, which mm-hmm. was pretty funny. So, yeah. Oh, I missed it so deeply. I'm so glad it's back. It was a text message of a half-eaten Yes, uh, I couldn't wait. And I got it and I was like, what is this? <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't wait. I had to have it. <laughs> That's when you know it's serious when like, I mean, cause we're all, we're the, we're, a lot of us are those terrible people that take pictures of our food before we eat it. Um, and you know, it's serious when like you have to take the bite before you can even take the, the picture for, you know, Instagram it, purposes. It has been six months without my holiday sandwich. It could not wait any longer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, all right. So Sharla, other news over at, on, on our side of the country <laughs> at Walt Disney World. Um, so 
ticket today is we are recording this on October 16th, which is the first day of the new ticket pricing. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with that. Okay. Um, well, unfortunately, I don't know a ton because the um, Disney websites are not quite working, but I did read a little bit about it earlier. Um so they have changed to a date-based pricing system, which means that you cannot just buy your park tickets for some day in the future. You have to say, I'm going to go to Disney World on October 17th, for example, and they will give you a price based on that date. Um, if October 17th and October 18th are two different prices, they have a um, algorithm for that as well. But it's based on um, Value Peak and um, what's the other one? Regular. Regular, I guess. Yeah. Um, days of how ex- crowded they expect it to be. And um, it's just specifically on that date you have to say when you're going. Yeah. And what was really interesting is we had talked, I think, a week or so ago about you know, a lot of price increases and those continue, by the way, to um, annual passes went up today. I think Magic Band, the price on Magic Bands, if you need to purchase a Magic Band, that price went up. So a lot of prices have been increasing and we were speculating that with the date specific tickets that, you know, there would be increases in tickets across the board. Turns out actually that's not completely true. There are some days that actually are now less expensive than they were under the old system. So I thought that was really interesting. Now, they're few and far between, and I don't know, there's maybe a handful of days in the 365 days of the year that are, you know, actually, you might save a tiny, tiny, tiny amount. Um, in general, they are increases across the board, but there are a few where it was actually less expensive than I think um, people were thinking it was going to be. So, Yeah. And it's interesting because, I mean, for most people, they're going to go to Walt Disney World when their schedules allow it. And they're really not going to plan based on these prices. Um, So it may just be that the most expensive days are the only days that they can go. And, oh, well, that's when they're going to be there. So they're going to have to pay those ticket prices unless they can drastically rearrange their schedules. Yeah, I agree. Uh, All right. So Moving on, let's talk a little bit about last week's podcast because we had so much fun talking about our recent experience on the Disney Magic and talking a little bit about Disney Cruise Line. And then we finished and we were so excited. Yay, episode five. Yeah. Oh, wait, we forgot to talk about this and we forgot to talk about this. We forgot to talk about this, which brings us to the topic of today's podcast. So today we are going to be talking about dining on board the Disney Cruise Line ship. So we're going to get a little more in-depth about what restaurants are available, what are some of the specialty restaurants, what are some of the fast food options, my personal favorite room service, uh, and a little bit more about that, right? I mean, let's be honest. Food is really our favorite topic, so right. let's Pretty get into it. Much. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, Heather, first, why don't you just give us a quick rundown of the four Disney ships Okay. Well, as we all know, we have the Magic and Wonder, and then the slightly bigger ships are the Dream and the Fantasy. Um, And my personal favorite restaurant on all four ships is Palo. It is an adults-only restaurant, um, and it is, as the name suggests, Italian in not theme, but kind of the cuisine that they serve. Um, And you can do a dinner or a brunch there. 
And then also on the two larger ships, the Dream and the Fantasy, they also have Remy, which is another adult-only specialty restaurant that kind of caters towards French cuisine and is super fancy and fun. All right. So, Heather, or, excuse me, Sharla, tell us a little bit about rotational dining. We touched on it last week, but tell us a little bit more about that on board the Disney ships because it's rotational dining is unique to the Disney Cruise Line. Yes. Um, so in on each ship, there are three main dining room restaurants. Um, depending on and depending on the ship, they all have a they may have a different name for one or two of them. Um, Animator's Palette, I believe, is on every single ship. Um, and then there's Lumiere's and Rapunzel's. There's a um, uh, Tiana restaurant, Tiana's Place on the Wonder. So a couple of different themes. Um, but each night of your cruise, you are assigned a one of the three main dining rooms. And then you and your table mates and your servers rotate throughout the cruise. So on Monday night, you may be at Animator's Palette. On Tuesday night, you may be at Tiana's Place. On Wednesday night, you'll be at Lumiere's. And then Thursday night, you're either getting off the ship or you're starting over at Animator's Palette. Um, what's neat about this is... Um, while on most cruise lines, you do get the same servers if you're in the main dining room each night. With the rotational dining room, you have a unique menu. You have a unique theme, something different to look at. Um, they have different cocktails a, um, each night, too. So it really is unique to... Uh, you can see just all, all sorts of different foods all sorts and all sorts of different theming and different shows that they have little entertainment throughout the dinner. It's really cool. Yeah, it's great. And so each ship has a slightly different take on what I, I, it's not really the main dining room, but I always sort of think about it that way because it's in the lobby, right? It's one of the first things you see when you actually board the ship Right, is the, so on the magic, it's Lumiere's on the dream, it's Royal Palace. On the Wonder, it's Tritons. Tritons, yep, yeah, yeah, I Tritons. think. And then it's Royal Court on the Disney Fantasy. And then there is sort of the quote unquote show restaurant, and that's Animators. Well, the other two both have shows. So Animators Palette is on board all four of the ships. And then there is the other, the third restaurant, which is um, so it's Tiana's on the Wonder, it's Enchanting Garden on the Dream and the Fantasy. Uh, and it's Rapunzel's on the magic. So there are really slight, it's, some of those are very different. Like like the main, the you know, Royal Court, Royal Palace, Tritons, those are all to me, I feel pretty similar in sort of tone and theme. They're the most formal of the restaurants, um, you know, whereas, you know, and again, Animator's Palette, that's, you know, even across the ships though, Animator's Palette has a slightly different look to each of the ships. Um, so you know, some are very black and white, some have sort of lighter woods. And it's really interesting the way that even if it's the same restaurant, it still feels very different on some of the older ships and the newer ships. It's really interesting. Yeah. And Animator's Palette specifically on the older ships, I actually like that show better. Um, they have, I don't want to, I'm not going to ruin anything for anybody who hasn't been, but they have... Uh, just a different show. And then on the uh, dream and the fantasy, it's a lot more like turtle talk with crush mm -hmm. um, at Epcot than, um, than the original shows on the other ships. 
Um, which is, it's, there's fine. It's fine. It's just, I just prefer the other ones better. And then the second show, if you have a, uh, longer cruise and, uh, for like seven night cruise and you're in there again is very cute because you're the animator and it's, it's, it's really fun. I know. Don't spoil that. Yeah. But it's, oh, it's, I won't, I'm it, not going to. It's, it's so it's fun. It's hard to say, but it's, <laughs> it's re- you're it's, the animator. It's really, yeah. really cute. Yes. I love it. Um, but also I really feel like we need to point out that your servers, and as Charlotte mentioned, your servers go with you um, every night that you're in the rotational dining rooms. Um, your servers become part of the show in places, which I think is so interesting. And in some cases, I mean it literally, like they disappear for a few minutes and then sort of reappear as part of the show. Oh, they have costume Again, changes. It's fantastic. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's costume changes. There's It's amazing. Um, but I know like on a cruise that I went on a couple of years ago with my husband and my son, who at the time, I think he was 11. He's 14 now. So yeah, 11 or 12. Um, we had a table. We just had a, a small four-top table. So it was just our family dining alone. We were not dining with any of their families. And our servers really were able to pay a lot of attention to us. And every night they came with magic trips. They came with jokes. They came with napkin folding. They came with, you know, they were there and ready to keep my kid entertained and engaged and, you know, really had clearly done a lot of, you know, work and research and things, uh, you know, in, in ways to keep kids occupied. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, one of the ones that cruises that we were on um, for my daughter, who's she's now seven, so she was five or six at the time. They uh, they drew. Uh, she wanted ketchup, and so they came out with a little ketchup bottle and squirted Aww. it in the shape of Mickey. And she thought that was the best thing. <laughs> she didn't even want to use the ketchup because it was in Mickey. Yeah, very cute. And then you get home and you get some ketchup, and they look at you like just a Mickey ketchup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been trained in the art of Mickey ketchup. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's so sad when you get home from a cruise. This is this is a complete <laughs> non sequitur, sort of slightly off topic. But it's so sad when you get home from a cruise and you're like, "But where are my towel animals? And why are there no mitts <laughs> on my pillow? And where is my turn down service?" And <laughs> yes. so I'm still I'm still having a little post cruise. <laughs> little post cruise let down, I'll be honest. Uh, all right. So that takes care of the three main dining rooms. Um, but there's so many other places to get food on board you the Disney doing ship. If you are hungry on a Disney cruise ship, you are, you're, you're just not trying. Yeah, it's impossible. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about some of the fast food options. Um, Heather, why don't you take, why don't you tackle those first? Okay. Well, oh gosh, they just renamed them, didn't they? So I'm not even going to know the names. I, think, but... I know they keep changing the names, but that's okay. So <laughs> on, the, on the we'll talk about so so the magic on the wonder. Um, the pool deck is deck nine. On the dream and the fantasy, it's deck eleven. We're not going to be able to give you the individual names of each little counter, so we'll just say the fast food locations on the pool deck. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. They're fantastic. <laughs> Eat at them. So there's one that they um, – so it, it's basic fast food, right? You're going to – there's a grill where you're going to find fries and burgers, hot dogs, chicken nuggets. Um, they have a pizza counter, which is my personal favorite place. They have – cheese, pepperoni, you know, the basic pies, but then every day they have a specialty pizza, which could be something crazy like a cheeseburger pizza, but you can, I, t- oh gosh, I'm going to sound like a pig, but I go all the time. I'm sitting by the pool. I'm not even hungry. And I'm like, oh, I just feel like a slice of pizza. And you go and you pick it up. Um, and then also they have, um, like a sandwich counter. So something a little bit healthier, maybe you're going to find wraps, pieces of fruit. You're going to find, um, 
different salads, which are nice if you want to be healthy while you're on vacation. Um, that's not me, but that's fine if that's you do you. Um, and then there is also, <laughs> so <laughs> they have a, a soft serve area with um, chocolate vanilla swirl ice creams, but on the dream, I, or is it on the fantasy? They have um, vanilla peas ice cream area. It's on the dream. It's basically dream. just yeah. the craziest ice cream sundaes you can think of with all like the sprinkles and the candies and all of that. And it's just, it's now that is not included in your cruise fare. That is an extra charge, but it is worth it because it's amazing ice cream. I mean, I have to say though, shout out to the free soft serve because sometimes it hits the spot, you know, sometimes it is really all you need. And every once in a while, what I love to watch is I love to watch sort of like what other people are doing because you get so many good ideas because all of a sudden Charlotte and I were at the, um, you know, getting our like 4 PM, you know, cause we were on late dining 8 PM. So like around four o'clock we were like, I think we need a little something, a little nosh, a little something. And we would go to the pool deck and get, um, you know, some sort of little treat. And then all of a sudden I saw somebody who had gone and gotten Coke from the drink station and was making themselves a Coke float with the soft serve. Oh, from the- they are Genius. smart. Genius. Oh. I was so jealous I hadn't thought of it first. <laughs> Um, but also I have to say, I felt like that they've really stepped up the fast food options. I know Charlie, you and I had so many, I mean, there was, um, they were doing bowls. They were doing rice bowls at Daisy's duck in diner, um, where you could choose like, like your base, you could choose your protein, you could choose your veggies. They had a shawarma Mm -hmm. counter where you could do all different types of, you could have lamb or chicken sort of gyros or shawarma or, you know, whatever you want to call them. With custom toppings, whatever yes, you wanted. Yes, all yeah. you wanted. Yes, veggies and sashimi sauce and, you know, um, Greek sauce, you know, all different types of um, baba ganoush and hummus and all kinds of great stuff. I must have had that almost every day, every day. Just about <laughs> every day. It was so delicious. So I was pleased to see a real variety of options. So it wasn't all just fried foods. It wasn't all just, you know, hamburgers and hot dogs. There was definitely something for everybody, whether you were – you know, vegetarian or had food allergies. Um, there really was an option, you know, quick serve options for absolutely everybody. Yeah. And they had, I did notice at the pizza, they had a gluten-free pizza option. Um, they had turkey burgers um, at the burger place and all sorts of different, uh, I think they made it, may have had some sort of veggie hot dog too, um, but a lot of different options for any dietary needs for sure. Yeah. And one quick word about dining with food allergies um, on Disney Cruise Line, which I have a lot of experience with. So depending on the severity and the sort of number of your food allergies, Disney Cruise Line does recommend um, dining whenever possible in the main dining rooms because that food is – you know, made to order, it is much easier for them to handle special requests for food allergies. However, um, at the food, you know, the quick serve counters, I definitely did see, you know, a lot of guests being able to request gluten-free options or, um, you know, other options that suited their needs. You just might have to wait a little while extra for them because it's not something that they're constantly making, but it is something that at some locations, like Charlotte said, the gluten-free option at the pizza place, you know, that may be available upon request. So, but just keep in mind, but because those options, those kitchens are not, you know, they're not making food to order necessarily, um, that it may not be available or you may have to wait for it. And, uh, I I noticed this too at Cabana's, um, with, 
Sarah and with some of the other people in our group, they were asking about different food allergies. And sometimes it, they knew the answer immediately. And sometimes they had to go find a chef to find out about the marinades mm-hmm. or was the thing made a certain way. And they were always able to find it out. Um, and it didn't take that. It really didn't take that no, long. No, if you're willing to just be um, patient and, you know, wait a couple minutes, you mm-hmm. can have an answer and know that, you know, what you're eating is safe for you. So, right. And someone in our group had a lot of allergies. And at Cabana's, they just made her a whole meal. Um, So she didn't even have to wait at the buffet or anything for it. They just made her something that she said she liked, and she said it was delicious. That's fantastic. All right, let's talk about Paulo. Yay. All right, I'm going to put it right out there. Paulo brunch is better than Paulo dinner. That's right. I said it. I can't choose. That's like choosing your favorite child. I love them both. Well, I only have one child, so that's easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have never been to Palo Brunch. Uh, we were not able to go on this cruise because we had classes during the d- times that it was offered. Um, however, I have been to Palo Dinner on every Disney cruise I have taken, so that makes seven times, yep. I guess. Um, and I... I cannot pick a favorite um, menu item except for the chocolate souffle, of course. Um, but <laughs> okay. Wait, we you have to the... tell the story about the chocolate souffle is now from our last. Okay. Okay. So we had the the best the best time at Palo uh, a couple weeks ago and shout out to Sylvester, who was an amazing server. And <laughs> we were s- so full and I said, I cannot eat another bite, but I want this souffle. And even before my main course got there, I was complaining that I was already full and I did, but I didn't want to ruin my souffle. And so we said, we really want to order like four souffles but we do not have room in our tummies for that. And he said, okay, I will compromise. I will bring you three souffles. And we kind of thought he was joking, (laughs) but no, he brought three souffles for the two of us. And then we felt really bad that we had a hard time (laughs) eating them. We made a good effort. We really did make a good effort, but oof, man, especially because we were, you know, it it was the last night of our cruise that we went. And so by that point Uh in the week, we had been eating a lot. <laughs> We've been eating a lot. So we were pretty full even before we walked into Palo's. And then, yeah. oof, I mean, of course, the food at Palo is so good. And so like even halfway through our meal, I think Charlotte looked at me and was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat the souffle. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think he's going to bring us all these souffles and I don't even know if I can eat. So we did. We yeah. made our best effort. But oh, it was so fantastic. And the souffle is is the best to me because you can get you can order chocolate souffle or make chocolate souffle anywhere but it is not the same no, as at Palo. Fantastic. No, I mean, they really do a fantastic job. Yeah. All right. So Heather, tell yeah. us, since since Charla hasn't been to brunch, why don't you tell us about my favorite brunch? <sighs> oh, gosh. The brunch is just amazing. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my gosh. My mouth is starting to drool. So with Palo brunch, um, there's kind of two components to it. So there is... I don't really want to call it a buffet because it's not a buffet, but you know, it's an area, it's kind of, but it's a classy buffet, I guess, class, an upscale buffet, if you will. Um, you know, there's, there's cheese and crackers and there's pastries and shrimp cocktail and all of this really fancy stuff. I tend to load up on all of the pastries. Um, but then there's also a made to order section. 
Um, and so your server, server, as you're walking into the restaurant, will take you by the buffet area and then take you to the main to order area. So you can see what each dish looks like. And then you'll sit down at your table and they will present you with a menu and you can order as much as you want. So if you want one of everything, you do it. Uh, but they have, you know, omelets and eggs benedict. Their pizzas, which are fantastic because, of course, again, it is an Italian restaurant. So definitely get one of the pizzas. I think I had um, the last time I was at Palo a, a goat cheese and grape pizza, which sounds Sounds odd. It's blue cheese. Blue cheese cheese and grape. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's so good. And it's got the balsamic vinegar on it. Mm, Yes, get that. Um, And then I, what else do they have there? I want to say there was a lobster dish. There's seafood. Yeah, Yeah, there's tons of seafood. Chicken parm. The chicken parm. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, And then, of course, there are mimosas and such. So it's brunch. So you must have a mimosa. It's a law. Um, And and the best part is, is that you're at Palo during the day. So, you know, you have these beautiful views out looking onto the ocean. Brunch is only held on sea days. So you just get to sit and watch the sea go by. Beautiful, sunny weather, hopefully. And you're looking at these giant picture windows as you're eating this gorgeous food in this really relaxed, quiet setting. Yeah. I want to talk about the, the servers, Apollo, because the, you know, the the servers, excuse me, at the specialty restaurants are really mm-hmm. the best of the best. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these are servers that have been with Disney Cruise Line for a long time. They have moved their way up. They are really the type of servers that you would expect to get in the best restaurants in the world. Um, you know, really like Michelin star restaurant type servers. They make recommendations. They are just incredible sources of information. And if they tell you, and this has happened on literally every, almost every single time I've ever been to Palo, usually they'll wait for you to order and then they'll say, "Mm, you know, you didn't try this or you didn't try this. Are you sure? Do you want Mm -hmm. me to bring it? Or, you know what? I'll just bring it. And a lot of time extra food just shows up because with Palo, it's a, it's a set fee, right? I think it's $25 per person mm-hmm. um, for dinner. And then you can have as much as you want. So if you want two of that filet <laughs> or three of the souffles in our case, you know, there's no additional charge for those things. Um, the only additional charges are for, you know, adult beverages. And the servers are just fantastic. So that pizza was a perfect example of you know, something my <laughs> server suggested and in fact just ignored me and brought it because I was like, ooh, I don't know, blue cheese and grape, mm, you know, really. And then she just brought it and put it down on the table and literally just sort of like on her way past, like sort of <laughs> placed it on the table and was like, trust me and just kept going. <laughs> like, just, you know, and I did and I trusted her and I took a bite. It was the most amazing combination of savory and sweet and tangy and warm and cold and it was fantastic. And in a million years, I would not have tried it if she had not just basically dropped it on the table for us. Absolutely incredible. So trust your servers. They know what they're doing. They're fantastic. Thanks. Also, I have a great story about my, one of my servers at Palo. Um, I do not get seasick. I Everybody else on the boat can be sick. And I'm just standing there like everything is fine. But I did get seasick just once in my life. And it happened to be the day that I was going to Palo brunch. So that's just a waste, right? And I walked into Palo and I I told my server, I'm like, I'm not feeling well. I just, I just want pancakes. And she said, okay. And she went away and she put in my order and she came back with the seasickness medicine that the crew takes. And she said, 
just take one of these. I can't let you be sick at Paolo brunch. And I took one and I'm not kidding you within 10 minutes, it was like a magic wand was waved over me and I was completely normal. And I'm like, okay, bring me those pancakes. Now I want that pizza and I'm going to try the eggs Benedict (laughs) and I'm going to go over there and get all these pastries. And she was like, oh, see, you, you couldn't have come here and missed this. So they're, they just go above and beyond for you. They are fantastic. And we, um, also at the specialty dining, um, you can, the sommelier will actually come around to your table, um, which we didn't have in the main dining rooms. Um, we just had our assistant waiter who was great, but he recommended some things. But the sommelier came around and asked specifically what we wanted. Um, I told him what I had liked mm-hmm. in the other restaurants, and he made a suggestion for me, and he was spot on. It was, um, of course, I do not remember what it was now, but it was absolutely delicious. Was it a Sauvignon Blanc? No, it was a it was a sparkling. It wasn't champagne, but it was a something sparkling. It was absolutely delicious. And we actually said to ourselves, we have to remember what this is so that we can talk about it later. And then, yeah, fail, yeah, fail. And also, don't forget at dinner at Palo, they end your meal with a complimentary limoncello, mm-hmm. which is an Italian after dinner liqueur, and it's basically just green alcohol, sugar, and lemon juice. And oh, it's potent, but it's it's delightful, and it just kind of cleanses your palate. So that's fun, and they'll bring that to your table after. And each we actually were not offered well. that on our most recent. No, you were not. We <gasps> had it. You were. Yeah, we did. It was a little palate cleanser, the little lemon sorbet. But we no, 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 it. that's not what no, you're no, 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 not the sorbet. Right. We were given the sorbet. Um, Heather's talking about a drink, a cocktail. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no, we didn't have Do that. You, did they not have it? They usually have like a big barrel of it right, as you walk in. Yeah. Maybe they ran out. Maybe the other, oh, maybe the other people they didn't ran like them out. You. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I could have had it anyway because I know. It was yeah, so no, that full. might not have been happening, but yeah. Um, but the palate, they do offer that palate cleanser that I was talking about, and they yes. just bring it um, between your courses, and it's just a little lemon lemon yep. ice thing. It's, yeah, it's that really was good. really delicious. All right, so that's Palo. Do it. You must do it. Palo, by the way, is adults, so it is eighteen and over on Disney Cruise Line. Children are not welcome, and if your if your child is seventeen and three hundred and sixty four, it does not matter. They have to be eighteen. Um, so. A great way to celebrate actually an 18th birthday, I think, on a Disney cruise line is going to Palo for your 18th birthday. Like how much fun would that be? Oh, and don't forget also there's a dress code at Palo. So for brunch, it is business casual. So, you know, no bathing suits, tank tops things like that. It's slacks for men or women, um, maybe like a polo shirt for men or a nice sundress for women. And for dinner, uh, cocktail attire is required. So whether that's a nice pantsuit for women or a cocktail dress, and for men, jacket is a must. Got it. Okay. So Remy, now this is where we sort of move into the realm of the slightly more mysterious because none of us have actually been to Remy. What is wrong with (laughs) us? We're doing a cruise wrong. (laughs) Okay. Well, but I know why I've never been to Remy and it's probably fairly obvious if you know me. Um, Because I am allergic to wine, so French food is sometimes difficult for me and might be somewhat wasted on me. But as for the two of you, I don't know what's wrong with either of you. Clearly. Although, says the woman who came to Paris (laughs) with us and ate everything. So... So, but yeah, I don't, Charlotte, we love wine. So we're, we're just, we got a problem. We need yes. to, that's our next we vacation. We need to go. That's where we're going. We need to go to Remy. 
Yeah. Yes. But all right. So, but we do know at least a little bit about sort of what Remy is. Um, So Remy is, is it a six course meal? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It is a six course meal. And I believe it is $75 per person. sounds right. Um, Also, also adults only. Um, And it, so I, I would say with six courses, expect that it will take several hours to eat. And, um, it's they start you with a champagne toast. So, and you know, it's, it's going to be to fun. Be, supposed to be amazing. And now that I know there's a champagne toast too, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I believe what I've heard is that the average, um, Remy experience does take about two and a half to three hours. Okay. We have to think of it as kind of like the cruise ship equivalent of Victoria and Albert. It is a fine dining experience. Um, It's not upscale. It is fine dining and it's going to take a few hours. And you also have the option of adding on wine pairings to your meal as well. So, you know, um, you can just order a bottle or a glass of wine for your meal. Or if you wanted to do a separate pairing for each course, that's an option as well. All right. So moving on to sort of our final little area of dining on board the Disney cruise ship, which is one of my personal favorites, room service. And this is unusual in the cruising industry. A lot of cruise lines either charge for room service or they charge a delivery surcharge um, for room service but not Disney Cruise Line. 24-hour room service is included in the cost of your Disney Cruise. And they have a fairly extensive menu, actually. Now, I have a thing where I feel like I have not been on vacation, really, until I've ordered room service. It's just a thing, you know? (laughs) I always get on my Disney Cruises every night, like I am a child, cookies and milk. Yes. There is something about the cookies on a Disney cruise ship that are just so good. And it's just like, it's a little tuck into bed, like sweet dreams. It's yes. so nice. It, we had uh, one day on our cruise, it rained and it was cold because, you know, we were in the Northeast and we said, let's just get room service. You know, it sounds great. Tomato soup and grilled cheese. So that's what Aww. we got. And it took maybe May- 25 maybe. minutes, if that, yeah. to get to it. Um, and it was absolutely delicious. Uh, everything was so good. We did have a few of the yeah. cookies yeah, too. Yeah, we did order cookies. Um, <laughs> but then also, so you can do yeah. breakfast. Now, breakfast is not a full hot breakfast, but you can order a continental breakfast through room service. And then for lunch and dinner, it is um, the same menu. Um, so they have sandwiches and they have soups. Um, I think there's macaroni and cheese. Um, but you can also just order, you can just order the cookies. You can order Mickey ice cream bars from room service, little known fact. Mm-hmm. Um, you can order, they have a little, um, it's the all hands on deck cheese platter where it's just like cheese and crackers and some grapes and things like that, which is a perfect little snack. If you just need something while you're getting ready for dinner or mid afternoon, everybody's taking a little bit of a break. It's fantastic. Now you can order additional things through room services as well that are at an extra charge. So if you want bottled water or, you know, adult beverages, also soda, if you ask for soda to be delivered via room service, there is a charge for that. So we typically just order water and then go get our soda ourselves from the drink stations up on the pool deck. Yeah. And while room service is uh, included in your cruise fare, you can bring a few extra dollars for gratuities for the uh, people who bring it to you. It's optional, but I always like to tip well. And then a lot of times they bring you your cookies faster that night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So did we miss anything? 
We didn't really talk about cabanas much. Um, Cabanas is the buffet um, up uh, on deck nine on the Magic and the Wonder and 11 and 12 on the uh, Dream of Fantasy. Um, and it's, it's a buffet. It has typical breakfast, lunch, dinner hours. It's not open all the time, but, um, pretty wide variety of hours. And we we found the food there. Excellent. We ate there pretty much every morning. Um, and most lunches, I think we ate there too. Yeah. And we should mention that it is a, it is a buffet at breakfast and at lunch, but not at dinner. Right. Um, if you, if you want to skip the main dining rooms for some reason and go at dinner, it is table service at dinner. Yes. Common misconception. A lot of people think that it is a buffet for all three meals and they show up at dinner and are expecting a buffet and it's not there if they're surprised. (laughs) So, all right. I think that's it. Dining on the Disney cruise ships, right? Well, now I'm hungry. I know. Now I'm starving. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode six of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Let's talk a little bit about where you can find us online. So you can find us on our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. We have a blog, by the way. We post new blog posts about three times a week on a variety of topics. We have Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, other Disney parks, including Tokyo Disneyland. We have stuff on Alani. We have all kinds of great information. Um, And again, new content at least three times a week. You can follow us on Twitter at Disney Park Prin number one. You can follow us on Instagram at Diz Park Princess. You can find us at Facebook under Disney Park Princess and on Pinterest under Disney Park Princess. And then, of course, we have our Patreon page. So thank you so much to those of you who have joined us already. We really appreciate it. Um, You can join us at different levels. Currently, we have the two, the five, and the $10 a month level. Now, this is per month, by the way, right now, not per episode. Um, And joining at the different levels gets you different types of perks, okay? And thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, next week, we have a listener Q&A episode coming up, which we're excited about. We're going to be pre-recording that because some of us are going to be traveling next week. Go us. Go us. Go us. Go us. Yes. <laughs> so um, we're joking because I was with Sharla last month. So now it's my turn to be with Heather. <laughs> I was jealous. I missed Sarah. So she this has month. to come with me. Yes. So the next trip we've said now has to be the two of them and I have to stay home because we're taking turns. So... <laughs> I don't know, Charla. Where are we going? We're we're gonna go someplace fantastic. Yeah, right. Yeah, we have after this episode, we have to go on a cruise so we can go. I down mean, to the wonders Report out here back. on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.